welcome to the Sanam S4 SDG podcast series. At Sanam S4, we strongly support the march towards achieving the SDGs by 2030. Given our close working relationships with the government, corporates, not-for-profits and universities over the last decade, we recognize that they can serve as critical agents to achieving the SDGs, especially within India. This podcast is an endeavor to bring together the great minds that are contributing to the global march in their own unique way. Hello everyone and welcome to the Sanamis 4 SDG podcast series season 2. I'm your host Rahul Rajput. At Sanamis 4, we recognize that the youth are the change makers and inheritors of this planet. Therefore, it is necessary to empower and educate them about the SDGs. In line with this aim, Sanamis 4 is hosting a virtual 2-day SDG conclave in October to bring together students, universities, non-profits and industry leaders. Sanamis 4 is also hosting a change makers competition to provide a platform for youth leaders and innovators from across India to demonstrate their solutions to India's pressing developmental challenges. Students from across India have already registered for this competition. Season 2 of our podcast series is focused on highlighting the youth change makers of India who are taking the country a step closer to achieving their SDGs. Our guest today is Mr. Lakshya Sagar from Delhi. founder of Spectron Solar Private Limited a company that helps inspire and create entrepreneurs in the field of solar energy Lakshya and his team organize training sessions and special workshops for people who want to start their own business in solar power as well as set up small scale solar plants across India Today we will be talking to Lakshya about his inspiring journey in becoming a change maker Lakshya it is great to have you on this podcast I would like to start by asking you to tell our audience how your journey started and what drove you towards solar power Thank you for inviting me so the journey to be part of the not just the solar sector the idea was much larger than that it was always about mitigating climate change and creating an impact through use of use of technology so i always believed as a child that i need to do something which solves the problem of climate change but how i need to do it was a question that I was pondering and since 8th grade i had been like the question was there in my mind stuck in my mind and it all happened because i used to go to a place next to my house it was called suraj kund lake and that dried up and the effects of climate change were all visible in front of my eyes and that made me start researching and studying about it more and i aligned my interest along with that and thought what can i do with my skill set and my own interests so i was really interested in physics science and also climate change so which led me to study clean energy technologies later on and then start spectron in 2016 after working for 3 years in the industry that's amazing and very inspiring i am from the delhi region as well and surajkund lake is a pretty famous one and you know when it dried out it did create some ripples throughout the community so next i'd like to move on and ask you about you know can you tell our audience about what spectron solar does so Spectron had a clear idea and a mission, which was to create a network of trained and skilled entrepreneurs in the tier two tier cities of India, where we are able to provide, you know, access to decentralized energy solutions, like for example, rooftop solar, small scale wind, and solar thermal, like for water heating. All of these. one done at a decentralized scale as in at a distributed level 
they all need like local manpower they all require local skilled people and entrepreneurs to execute that a centralized team like for example tata power might have will not be able to do it for like homes across india so the idea was to skill enough manpower enough people on the technology so that they are able to execute there are people available in the sector from technician to managers to different job roles altogether even in the corporates who were coming into the industry so to be able to be an enabling force was the idea through training and through also executing solar rooftops as an examples and setting a standard in the industry well wow. so your approach seems to be like bottom towards the top rather than the more traditional top towards the bottom exactly so the idea was that a lot of governments and everybody is talking about climate change but most of the approaches are very you know and even the policies were from top to bottom approaches and we saw that failing and not you know expanding because if a roof owner is trying to make a change in his the way he lives by adding solar or adding rainwater harvesting or adding any other technology to the or any other you know latest technology to their ambit and to their homes and to their lifestyle one thing is to have a structure and a top down policy but then nobody is looking from a bottom approach who is going to go and execute it for them who are the person who is going to explain the process and the nitty gritty who will install it properly who will maintain it properly it's much easier to decide to put a solar park and you have lnts of the world to go and do it but if a person in a factory small factory shop wants to be part of this change they require a local person there in their city to be able to do that for them so how do they do that is where spectron comes in we try to enable people by doing trainings and collaborating with other you know such like minded organizations and support those people after training so that they are able to execute such solutions at the local level in those cities that's great to hear so what's the total solar capacity that your team has installed so far and how many people have you been able to train so far like as part of this you know your initiatives yeah so when i started back in 2013 december and i was just handling and i started for a company called sukam there for one of their distributors i was helping them install rooftop solar plants and in delhi we would have only done like 100 kilowatt in the year that i was there with them and that was one of the best performing years then in 2016 i started spectron and we started operations in in the month of september since then till today including the covid period we have installed over 2 megawatts of rooftop solar plants and in and around more than 70 cities across india a lot is concentrated in delhi ncr but then there are plants in around chandigarh there are plants in himachal uttarakhand rajasthan madhya pradesh even right now one of my plants is getting installed in bhopal and then you know we have helped people in karnataka and across india in many states and around at the same time we started doing trainings across india and by far we have trained in over 300 plus cities and training over 7000 people in the solar space so which kind of makes us one of the only companies which have trained so many people across india that's incredible and congratulations to you on reaching such milestones so how old were you when you started spectron solar 
I started Spectron in 2016 and I was 25. That's a young age, you know, to start such an important and a complex business. I mean, so many people start, you know, with with a, perhaps a less challenging environment. So when you started, what were the key challenges you faced before, like, you know, setting up Spectron Solar? It became a lot easier for me to start at the age of 25, specifically because the company that I worked for last before this, which was called Anthropower, I had some great mentors there. And for the two years I worked there, felt like I did like a MBA I also like gained like five to 10 years of experience within those two years. So the biggest challenge that I faced was my own limitation to not understand how much capital is required to start a business like this, because this is a pretty capital intensive business, much more capital intensive than any software business that you would like to start. Also, one of the key challenges was to be able to create a team. When you're 25 and you're getting into a business which is capital intensive, it's hard to know how to generate leads, how to go and pitch to clients. So my experience while at Sukam and Adanthro for doing sales also helped me in. But the key thing was that I had all the skill sets to put all the pieces. What I needed was to be able to hire people and train them all the skill sets that I have and distribute my work and create processes around it. So it was the hardest part to do to be able to figure out how to do that in a limited budget. Once I I was able to do that, we started scaling it. And by 2019, we got, when we raised some funding, which was also some good help to us, the funding was raised through CSIIF, which is a Delhi government-backed incubator. That's amazing. And so moving on to my next question. So what was the response of people you know, your friends, your family, and just generally people who you reached out to when you first started, you know, Spectron Solar's workshops and trainings, you know, what was the response you faced? And has that situation, like, has the awareness situation about solar power changed in the past five years? So the first response comes from your family, even though my dad is an entrepreneur, but he always told me not to get into, you know, a small scale business or to start a startup. Because he believed that it's very hard for small businesses to survive in India, which he had learned through his own set of 30 to 35 years of experience in running a small-scale business. And which I totally agree with. But if you have crazy amount of passion for something you really wish to do, you should go and do it. Because I believe that 20s and 30s are the period where you can take the maximum amount of risk with your life. And that's the reason I did not listen to anyone. Because there was a strong inner calling coming in, which like, you know, made me believe that I can do it. And it it is doable. And I cannot foresee what will happen after five years or 10 years. But I can create like a year-long, two-year-long plan. So the initial strategy was to just get into it with a basic plan for three years and see what I've done in three years and then look back. And don't look back or contemplate on the decision in the middle of these three years. And it initially, it was really hard because the time I started in few months after that demonetization happened. So that was a very tricky period. Nobody was ready to install solar because, you know, there was a huge shock to the economy and all businesses and households were actually focused on seeing if their money that they have, they don't lose it or whatever cash is lying with them. So the cash flow within the economy halted majorly which led to a drop 
But thanks to the dual skill set that I've generated of not just be able to install solar plants, but also training people. At the same time, you were lucky to be able to, you know, get a few training contracts from Assam Energy Development Agency and a few MBA and engineering colleges and through some corporates. So the business model was not heavily reliant on just installing solar plants but also in training people at the same time, which help us mitigate those risks that other traditional solar installers have overall. Okay. Also, I like to tell you like a funny story. When I used to go and train and I started training in around 2014-15, the initial reaction I used to get when I used to train people was, is this the trainer? Like Because generally people that you were training at that time and still were above 35 and you know till like mid 50s is the range of the people the age of the people that you're training so that do come as a shock to a lot of people Uh, that must have been a funny situation to be in definitely so it takes around initially five to ten minutes to make them get accustomed to why i am training them and once they see value in it age doesn't matter it will only be a hurdle in the initial 15 to 20 minutes. As in when people are joining, someone or the else who has missed the intro, who has missed the initial uh, framework for the training that I've given, can come up with that question later. But it won't be a challenge by the end of the training. By the end of the training, you might have created more skilled people. That's nice to hear and must be a satisfying feeling. So for my next question, what are the biggest challenges faced by solo entrepreneurs in India? The biggest challenge is to be able to get the knowledge, which they don't realize is required to install solar correctly because solar can be designed in many different ways. It doesn't have a set template always. For different situations and scenarios and based on customer requirements, it has to be customized. So that's where most people lack in in the knowledge level. Then to be able to find local technician and people to execute such a plant. And third, which is to be able to find enough people who can pay for solar or are aware about the financial aspect of solar. Because frankly, not all the people in this country would go for solar just because it's good for the environment. That can never be the sole reason for a customer to go for it. It's very rarely that you'll come across a person who's extremely passionate about climate change and they will not look at the financials of the solar plant, but will straight away just go for it because of the impact it creates on the environment. But for most people to be able to sell it, you need to make a financial you know, sense for them. And that is where key challenge is. Solar does make a financial sense in most states for most households. But the second question is, are they willing to invest that much? So usually the question comes in, customer needs to pay a three to four year electricity bill upfront. Yes. So whatever is your expense on your electricity bill in the next three to four years, you need to pay it upfront. Now to go and buy a car is much easier, which is a depreciating asset because there are car loans readily available by car companies and other NDFCs and banks. But there is no such tool or financial instrument for rooftop solar for regular households. So any household which has have which plans to go for solar has to put in a three to four year upfront payment for the electricity bill, believing in you, believing in the technology. And it takes time to create that belief within consumers. And it takes time to create those success stories. And this 
doesn't happen at the same pace as a software business would so this was this is one of the major challenges to be able to gather enough leads and to be able to execute enough plans the only way around it successfully is to start small and once you have 10 customers which are super happy with you they will give you the next 100 customers absolutely that makes sense and thank you for telling our you know our, our audience you know what the key challenges are if they are interested in starting up their own solar power business you know they will be aware you know beforehand so my next question is what are spectron solar's future plans and what is the size of the potential market for small scale solar power in india that you foresee so the small scale solar market currently is on a downtrend because of covid the major challenges to be ability to execute in a flow because the way the team is working gets halted by a series of lockdowns so it becomes hard to operate that way also people are scared and skeptical to bring and allow people inside their homes or offices and a lot of offices have started to work from home thirdly i think overall the average income of people have either been stagnated or reduced due to covid so that also is a major drawback to the industry right now so these things on the short term horizon around a year and a half makes it hard for anyone to co- come and operate but rooftop solar is not the only solution or is not the only business a person can see in the solar segment there are many other solutions you can create products like solar based you know water purifiers you can do so many new product based solutions with solar that just installing rooftop solar is just one of the solutions to be able to be part of the industry there is a huge water crisis coming in many cities and there will be many people affluent people who will be putting up good quality water you know purifying solutions and to be able to do just a solar powered water purifying solutions is one of the key things that you can take up for example and then there are many other products that you can think about based on the needs and necessities of different cities across india Solar power is really quite versatile. So, what do you think is like the biggest obstacle in the widespread small-scale adoption of all renewable energy, all types of renewable energy in India? Like when you think about it, you know, places like Rajasthan, Ladakh are you know so blessed with you know abundant solar power. In fact, even Karnataka as well. You know, we have our coast where you know wind power can be harnessed. You know, ocean energy, so many different forms. Yet, you know, the pace of adoption of renewable energy isn't as fast as perhaps the government and other organizations. organizations for so like what's the biggest hindrance see the biggest hindrance in the adoption of clean energy technologies was the first challenge of awareness like a lot of government advertising and all of that did help in solving the problem of awareness among people that a hey, such a problem exists the second problem was to be able to create awareness about solutions like how solar is a solution how small scale wind can be a solution in different areas so for that creating local change makers local entrepreneurs who will be ready to adopt learn and provide solutions in their city was very important and third major is access to finance for the consumer as readily as when you're buying a car which is still to be solved by the industry or by the government there are schemes and plans and subsidies which do support but these are solutions which are pretty slow and bureaucratic if nbfcs and banks come up with 
amazing cheap financing solutions for the solar and other clean energy technologies that would help accelerate the growth of you know all decentralized energy solutions at a much faster rate okay and i really do hope that banks and you know other financial organizations do come up with this as soon as possible so i'll move towards the conclusion now i mean many people think of problems you know they in the head you know many people even think of solutions but only few people are able to take the next step to solve them you know to actually get on the ground and implement the solution what motivated you to take that next step i have always looked at things that i want to do and i'm passionate about and i've like chalked down the worst case scenario and the best case scenario in my head if i am comfortable as a person to accept the worst case scenario and say so what to that if that happens so what if that happens if that's worst case scenario but i'll be able to enjoy what i do and what i've been doing at the same time creating so much impact with my work and even if i fail after 3 years which was the initial thought process it's very important to create a plan and also be passionate about it but it's also very important to know the worst case scenario at a personal level what would it be if it doesn't work also to be open that that plan would change definitely but your feeling and the larger mission should be the same so if you stuck by that thought process and give yourself in your early 20s or 30s the time to follow it and make sure you gather enough resources financially to be able to see through the plan for that initial 3 years then there's a high likelihood that you would succeed even if you don't it's not an issue because this is the time to take that high risk and earn that high reward okay thank you very much for those inspiring words and i hope you know participants listening to this podcast will be inspired by you and your team and the work you do for the betterment of our society and environment and thank you lakshya for joining us on this podcast and sharing your inspirational journey with all of us on behalf of sanam espor i would like to wish you and your entire team all the best for the future and safe times in this pandemic thank you thanks a lot for inviting me